You're listening to episode 31 of the We Got The Runs podcast. In this episode, we'll talk about New Year's resolutions. Welcome to the We Got The Runs podcast. I'm your host, Letty Lundquist, and I invite you to join me as we talk about all things running. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to make every run a good run. Hey runners, welcome to episode 31. This episode is airing the day after Christmas, but I'm pre-recording it. The reason being that my kids are going to be out on uh, Christmas break during the actual week of Christmas. And as you guys know, who have kids, it's impossible to do anything audio related that you have to record with kids in the house. So it's kind of funny. I can't tell you how my Christmas was, but... All I can say is that I hope you had a wonderful Christmas, that you guys got together or got together via FaceTime, whatever it is we do these days to uh, celebrate Christmas during a pandemic for the first time. I'm sure some of you guys got masks for Christmas. If you did, tag me in a post. I'd like to see them if they're running related. <laughs> so anyway, um, so this episode is actually to come out between Christmas and New Year's. And a lot of people have that time off and what better time to reflect and see if we've reached our goals that we set out to do last year or not. I feel like a lot of the goals probably weren't reached because marathons didn't happen and we as marathoners or runners have goals of accomplishing races. So what we can do right now during this time is to stay positive, readjust and make some new goals. So that's what we're going to do today in this episode. We're going to talk about your New Year's resolutions. So this episode is actually a running community inspired episode where I ask a bunch of runners what it is that you're planning to do with, with your running game for the next year. And I got more than 150 responses. So I've categorized these goals and we can talk about them in that manner. All right, so the categories that we're going to mention today are overall goals for running or getting back into running generally, distance goals, time goals, the goal to travel for races, trail running, becoming injury-free or staying injury-free, and then other very inspirational goals that we're going to mention because they are really contagious and I actually put those on my list. So I want to start with the overall running goals. And I guess what we mean here is that making a commitment to prioritize running, not just by committing to run regularly, but also by committing to make this hobby enjoyable. So this is something that we get to do and we have to realize that, that nobody's making us run. So instead of whining and saying, okay, now I have to go for another run and I don't want to do it, it's maybe more shifting your mindset and realizing, hey, this is something I get to do. So there's a bunch of you guys that during the pandemic either stopped running and gained a bunch of weight or you found running for the first time and you feel awesome. And what both of you have in common is that you all realize that running is beneficial for you. So if you're in either one of those boats, it's maybe a good idea to just stop and realize that this is something that we get to do and that we can actually try to make this hobby enjoyable because that's what it is for us or for most of us, at least it's a hobby. So some of our community runners say, Deanne, for example, she says, pay attention less to my pace and time and more to how my body feels while enjoying the scenery around me. 
Michelle Leah says her goal is to keep running. I started because of a fitness test that I have to do the second week of January, and I hope to not quit running when I no longer have the incentive. Kathy Paris says that she's just grateful to run. Trina Moskalik says to come back to running and fitness overall. I stopped and I couldn't find any joy in this year. Hope to find it again. Makes getting up this early bearable if you enjoy the workout. Lindsay Schumacher says, My New Year's resolution is to not let life factors get in the way of running. Weather will never be an issue, and it's saying yes to many other things and not getting the time for running. It's my time, and I need it. Madeline Weaver mentions as her goal that she just wants to run. This year wiped out her motivation. Diane McGon-Swiss said, Depression and anxiety took over my 2020, and I haven't ran in months. Starting today, I will remember how good I feel when I run and be consistent in 2021. I've signed up for a half marathon in May and my first full in November. Congrats, Diane, and I hope to uh, follow your journey. So as you guys can see, what all of us have in common here is that we feel better when we run. So for me also, my overall goal is to remind myself that I need to be thankful. Even though um, we all have issues, we should be thankful for bodies that are healthy enough to allow us to run. And um, as much as it would be easier to skip a run sometimes, we know that that if we power through that run, our minds will go stronger and then we will be able to do the same thing during a difficult race and we'll feel accomplished because we've done something that uh, is bigger than us. So the next category or goal category that I want to talk about is the distance. A lot of you are working towards reaching important milestones that you may have might have never reached before and you're challenging your bodies to go further and for your minds to do the work so that you can reap the benefits and bragging rights afterwards and i want to encourage you guys to do so in fact we started a facebook group and i welcome all of you to join the we got the runs facebook group where we share our accomplishments and try to cheer each other on so for instance we have one runner on our facebook group her name is sophia sufi runner and she lives in India, and she set out to run 6,000 kilometers in 135 days through India. So hopefully she'll be a guest on our podcast, and I'm aware that most of our goals are not that lengthy, but um, this is an extreme example. Of course, we cheer on everybody whose goal is a 5K, a marathon, whatever it is that you're trying to do. So from our running community, we have Dawn Parks, and she says that, I think my New Year's resolution is to do six or more ultras, at least three of which are 100 kilometers. This is not because this was intended to be a New Year's resolution, it's simply how many I've signed up for, so far. Then we have Lindsay Ann Benedict, who says her goal is to be injury-free and run from Lake Michigan to Lake Huron. 275 miles. I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name of that second lake uh, in Michigan, I'm assuming. But that's a, that's a huge accomplishment, 275 miles. Hopefully, she'll keep in touch with us as well so that we can follow her. Natalie Shaw says her goal is to run her first marathon. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Carlotta Segovia de Arias says she wants to run a 10K. Angie Godet says she wants to consistently run 40 kilometers a week. Nancy Straley Rowe says she wants to run her first ultra. So Nancy, keep me posted. All of you guys tag us, keep us posted. We're cheering you on because those goals are awesome. They will keep you running. Another category that we have to talk about is time goals. So this kind of goes along the line with distance goals, where we are trying to push our bodies and very importantly, our minds too, to allow us to complete certain distances in a certain time. So you can go for a personal record, a PR or PB, personal best, whichever you use, people use those two terms synonymously. So those goals are really cool. And again, that's another motivator to keep you going out there every day with no excuses. Establishing such goals will help us stay focused and push through the hard days or workouts. So to mention a few runners that have time goals, we have Chelsea Kosklelny. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name too. She said, I would like to run a marathon this year and beat my 5k PR, which currently is at 21.22. Chelsea, that's already really fast and we wish you best of luck with your workouts. Sally Vaughn says her goal is to run a a sub two hour half marathon. That's a big ask, she says, because her personal best is a two hour and 28 minutes without training. So obviously training makes all the difference, Sally, and I'm sure you'll reach your goal too. Mindy Carpenter says she'd rather call it a goal than a resolution, but she wants to run a sub 30 minute 5k. Then we have Carrie Masick, and her goal is to run a sub-22 minute 5K. She's 19 seconds away. Carrie, we believe in you, and we know that you can do that, and we can't wait to hear all about this. So then the next category that we have is travel goals. Travel goals are connecting races um, with travel. is probably one of my favorite things to do as well. And of course, I know that the time to talk about this, talking traveling right now is not really applicable, but eventually this vaccine will become widespread enough for life to resume. So who knows? Maybe this will become pertinent very soon, sooner than we think. We for sure hope so. Anyway, I know that traveling can make racing a lot harder. It can be that you enter a new time zone or that you feel jet lagged after arriving somewhere. So as always, drink plenty of water to stay hydrated and allow for plenty of time for your body to adjust to the new environment. Um, so if you're flying to the Berlin Marathon, for instance, make sure that you give yourself enough time, which is also a good idea anyway, because you probably want to do some sightseeing wherever you're going anyway and not rush your trip. And in the same manner, and this is totally off topic, but just as importantly, make sure that you plan your nutrition accordingly. Many other countries that you travel to might not have available the same products that you prefer using or that you fuel with the days leading up to your marathon or race. So maybe packing a little extra is not a bad idea. I'm sure we'll do a whole episode on this topic one day, an episode on traveling to races with tips and hacks and all 
probably all closer to races actually happening. So let's hear from the running community and see who has what goal. We have Joy Sheenan, and she says, traveling to a new place, I spent a lot of time watching virtual runs while logging treadmill miles. I'd love to see some new places in person. Amen, Joy. We have Dillian LaDuke, and she says she wants to do a vacation half marathon in person. Steve Mentis says, Berlin Marathon and sightseeing. I am hopeful. I am right with you, Steve. I'm also signed up for the Berlin Marathon in 2021 and very hopeful that uh, this race will take place because it's in the fall and hopefully by then the vaccine will be widespread. Then we have Carol Young. She also got into the lottery of the Berlin Marathon and she has New York lined up. So it looks like people are feeling very positive and... Uh, psyched about running potentially some marathons and hopefully we'll all take the time and appreciate traveling even more. Jesse Paragua says she wants to travel to do the Greek marathon. Awesome. That's a, that's a whole different story right there, you know, because if you want to travel to Greece, you're going to really be able to spend some time over there to sightsee because, um, If you're coming from the United States or from this side of the globe, it's kind of far away and you got to make sure that you have extra time to do sightseeing. All right. So as the next category that I have written down, I have trail running and that kind of goes along the lines of a lot of you new runners having found running through the pandemic. A lot of people that have been running found ultra or trail running through this pandemic. How did that happen? Well, marathons were canceled, one. So, you know, you couldn't rush thousands of runners through busy city streets anymore because of restrictions on numbers of people or participants. And then also, in depending on where you live locally, numbers of people being able to conjugate together. So trail running compared to road running is actually the perfect distancing event. Instead of rushing tens of thousands of runners through big city streets during races, trail runs or trail run races have always been much smaller. And due to the technicalities of the courses that people run, people are just spaced out more. So I know my friend Phil Shin has taken up trail runs and... Um, I strive to do so too. I've actually lately been able to do so. I've been thinking about it all year, but my plantar fasciitis didn't allow me to explore the trails because of the uneven surfaces, which then translated into increased pain in my foot. And um, But as that fades away, I get out there and um, there's nothing better, really. It's so peaceful. It's so distant. It's in nature. And I feel like there is a higher chance of trail races taking place sooner than regular races. I started following some trail runners and social media, and I found that it's a really, really nice sub-community that's very encouraging. And since it's so small, names pop up more often. People encourage each other, and it seems that trail running isn't as much about your finishing time, just finishing the distance. Now, of course, there's always fast people, and we've had a few trail runners on the show One of them was legend Mike Wardian in episode 14 called Dreaming Ultra with Mike Wardian, where he gives tips and advice on how to train on trails and prepare for your first ultra. And we have also another interview lined up, uh, recorded and ready to air hopefully in January with Sally McRae, another big name and accomplished ultra runner who is super down to earth and talks about the highs and lows of being a mom and basically doing it all. She's just very, very inspiring. 
So now here are some goals from our running community of doing ultras. Lorraine Norris Greer says she wants to run a trail 10k with her husband. Sigmund Yeen says he wants to run more on trails and be close to nature. And I agree. I want to run and do an ultra too. And still trying to find the entry level ultra that sounds good to me. So if you guys have any tips or advice on which ultra would be a good fit, please reach out to us and let us know. So another category that we have for New Year's goal is to stay injury free. And this is probably, although just mentioned now, one of the most important goal for runners. If you're injured, you just can't run, period. So there's really nothing you can do. So do what you need to do. Do your stretches, listen to your body, pamper yourself, make yourself feel comfortable. And just know that you ultimately are the one that knows yourself best. There's no training plan that will prescribe or tell you when you need to put a stop to the madness. So just listen to your body, listen to your body. So Haley White says her desire or her New Year's goal is to be injury-free. She had so many goals that she wanted to reach this year and she injured her foot, so she had to take a step back. I feel you, Haley. I've had the same thing going on and it really kind of ruins it. But the good news is there is no races right now and you didn't miss out on anything. That's what at least I tell myself. Jennifer Gutierrez-Hoff says she wants to be injury-free, which means she has to increase her hip and glute strength. There you go. That's exactly what we're saying. Do your exercises and do whatever is best for you to continue to be strong. Stacy Bohr says she has to wait until after the baby arrives and on bed rest currently, but she's anxious to get back on the roads and trails and at least get back to 10K shape by the end of the summer. That's a great goal, Stacy. not too aggressive, and we congratulate you on your pregnancy and the baby. Claire Rogers says her target is to recover from her injury to not get re-injured and get running again without getting stuck in the chronic cardio rut. I miss running. We can all relate in some way or another, and we hope that you heal up. Cheryl Feld says she's been semi-injured since June, so I hope the new year brings healing so I can run better and more. So as you can see, many of you guys, and there are so many more comments along the line of being injury-free or wanting to be injury-free, we all have that aspiration of being injury-free. And some of the stuff you can run through, but you can't run through broken bones, obviously. So be smart about it. Always consult with an expert. We have a physical therapist, Brody Sharp, that comes on to our show all the time. You can send me a message and I can pass it on to Brody and have him answer it on the air. Brody always talks about there being a fine line between needing a full rest and pushing your runs. So as long as you remain in that safe area where you're staying fit and not overdoing it, but also not hurting yourself, you might be in a good place. But then again, caveat emptor, which means buyer beware. <laughs> I'm no physician, so don't take medical advice from me or in fact, not from anyone unless this person is an expert. So again, you can shoot us a message, we'll pass it on to Brody and you'll have that problem solved. 
So, all right, last but not least, I want to talk about the category of what I labeled cool or inspiring goals. And um, there were some really, really good ones that did not fit into the previous categories. They're inspirational from our community, and I've selected them because I feel like there are some that you might want to copy just like I do. So I want to start with Melissa Lido Nicholas. She says, I break my resolutions into monthly goals. So even if I don't make one, my whole year is and crap. She starts with four and then reevaluates based on where she is. So January is a mileage goal. February is a speed goal. March is incorporating more of a cross training goal. April is exercising six days a week and so on. So I thought that was a very, very smart way of making sure that you don't completely let go of your goal once you know you can't make it. Like, for example, we probably do that with our mileage goal. My goal this year was to run 2,020 miles for 2020. And then I got plantar fasciitis and that got cut short. And instead of trying to push and catch up with it, I just completely folded and gave up on it, which, uh, you know, I may have otherwise done a little bit more if I had something like that where you break it up into monthly goals. So that's a really, really great idea. And uh, for you guys, maybe you want to copy that and incorporate whatever you want, cross training, yoga, whatever it is that you choose to do. All right, so the next one that I have written down here is from Safot Watney. She says, less impressive, but I'd like to manage a season in which I don't fall and eat, beep, and ruin my running tights. So far, I'm sometimes like zero for 10. So I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how this ended up in um, the school category, but it's kind of funny. I hope that you stop falling as well. All right, next we have Sarah Margaret. And she says, just to have more good runs that leave me feeling invigorated, capable, and strong. And she elaborates, I mean those Zen runs where you don't notice any aches, labored breathing, the miles, your runny nose. All you hear is the music in your ears and the rhythm of your feet. I love that. That sound, This makes me want to go for a trail run in nature, Sarah. And I hope that you have more good runs at well, as well. And maybe if we work on our mindset and uh, realize that it's a, it's a privilege to run and have healthy bodies, maybe we can get ourselves to have more good runs as well. Tina Talbert had an amazing goal. And she says she's going to run a 5K for each holiday in 2021. She's also going to have an account that she probably starts uh, on Instagram, I think she said, uh, to to reflect that or to show her path. So I will tell you guys about that. But I thought that was a really good idea, virtual or not. You know, if you have a holiday, you do run, you get a medal. And at the end of the year, if you like medals, you might have a nice collection. So next one is Steph Falls. She says 50 miles for 50 years. And I picked that one because it's a milestone uh, it's a milestone year and I'll have a milestone birthday next year. I'll be 20 years old and, um, you know, maybe I'll run 20 miles for my 20th birthday. <laughs> All right. Next one is Megan Ann Hampton. She said she just signed up for the 2021 challenge runtheedge.com. So I guess that's a website where you track your miles and you try to run 2021, so 2021 miles for the year 2021, which I think is a great idea and might give it another stab. Hopefully this year there will be no injuries. All right. So the last one that I have from our running community that I'm going to read is Jessica Burns. She wants to start a running streak on 
January 1st. So great idea, Jessica. And you have no idea, but we do have a podcast in the war, in the works on that topic of running streak. And it's very, very inspiring. And I hope it'll help you and anyone else that's doing a streak right now. And hopefully in January, like I said, we'll have that out for you guys. All right. So as for my own personal exotic goal, I have decided to hopefully, if possible, join an impact marathon race. The Impact Marathon Race Series is a wonderfully organized event or a series of events that take place in Kenya, Malawi, Guatemala, Nepal, and Jordan at this point. It's a great organization that has these races as part of a weekly trip into these countries where people volunteer for a week in the local communities and help building whatever needs to be built. So it could be a pipeline, for example, that they built in Nepal last year or it could be something you know like encouraging or discouraging gender discrimination in Guatemala and since the volunteers are a bunch of runners they finish off their week with a marathon a half marathon or a 10k so they do that and then during that race there's also a large number of locals that join because those are actual official if official events that take place so excellent stuff. I talked to the CEO of this company, the founder, Nick Kershaw, last week. And that's another interview that we have coming up sometime, hopefully this month. So as you can see, we are also trying really hard to entertain you guys with running related topics here with our podcasts to keep you motivated and keep making everyone a good run for you. So I hope you guys enjoyed these few tips for New Year's resolutions and hearing what our community shared maybe inspired you to tweak up your own or think of your own. And now we're going to hop into onto our phone call with Australian physiotherapist Brody Sharp, who will talk about a running related injury on the air. All right, so I'm here with Brody. Brody, thank you so much for joining me. You're very welcome. Glad to be back on. All right, so I have a question for you from Ken. And Ken says, because of my stubbornness, I ran through an injury and ended up with a limp. My wife, who's not a runner, tells me that I need to fix this before I get injured again. What is your opinion on this? Okay. Uh, hi, Ken. Uh, you are... You say you're stubborn. A lot of runners are stubborn. I have to deal with all of them all day, every day. So uh, you're not alone in that aspect. Uh, my opinion, I would say if you, are, if you are limping from an injury, you definitely need to get it checked out. You cannot continue to run if you are limping because you'll put strain on other parts of your body and you won't, you'll either aggravate your current injury or you'll cause another injury. And you might find, depending on the severity, I'm not too sure what the injury actually is, but you might find that it's too severe and straight away from the first minute of you running, you're starting to limp. You'll need to do some sort of rehab, some sort of strengthening or change your running in any way to get rid of that. One tip I do like to have is have people hop on one side, then hop on the other side. And if it's relatively equal, if it's symptom-free, if you feel like they have the same strength, then you can probably still run. But if you're lacking power or lacking uh, or if there's pain because of it, then definitely you need to get it sorted out before you start running. But you could probably, maybe you're running for 20 minutes and you find it maybe the 25 minute mark, that's when you start limping. 
perhaps for the next couple of weeks, you just back off and continue at a duration where you are not limping. And then maybe that injury starts to slowly resolve on its own. But yeah, I guess that would be my advice. All right, Rody, and just to um, follow up this question, because I hear this all the time, is it possible that you can get a limp from overcompensating when you run through an injury? Yeah, definitely. So they'll get to a point where your injury, you just lack the confidence of that injury or you, you, you lack the confidence to push off that injury or you lack the strength to provide propulsion or uh, it's just like too irritated, too stiff, something, and you'll end up limping. And sometimes it's really subtle. A lot of times if this injury has been going on for quite a long time, you probably don't even know that you are limping until someone points it out or you have a physio assess it. Um, but yeah, any sort of, you'll be compensating in any way, whether it's directly from the injury or trying to protect the injury or stiffness from a previous injury. If you are noticing that at any stage, you need to get it checked out. Perfect. Thanks, Brody. And I'm going to throw in one more question for you because it's New Year's week. And the New Year's question is, what are some things that runners can do to continue to run healthy for the next year? I think um, it comes on the same premise of my podcast and trying to just train smarter, make sure that a lot of the injuries that runners do have is overuse injuries and it's from some sort of training errors and the training errors being doing too much too soon, uh, not respecting the recovery component. Uh, so like doing too much that your body can't bounce back from or just really abrupt changes in your training. So like changing your shoes too quickly, changing your terrain too quickly, uh, changing speed too quickly, all of these really, um, the, the big changes, the big shifts in your training can like go beyond your capacity to adapt and you'll start breaking down. So staying healthy, try and keep up the variety, try and make sure that you're not just repeatedly doing the same thing over and over and keep the body guessing and just make sure any sort of training that you do, it just falls within your adaptation zone. It just isn't um, exceeding any of your capacity. Just allow the body to get stronger and you'll be a nice healthy runner throughout 2021. Perfect, Brody. And if, they, if our listeners would like to know more or hear your podcast, where can they do that? Uh, so they can search the Run Smarter podcast wherever they're listening to this podcast now, or if you want to go online and go through some blogs or um, podcast episodes on the computer, they can go to runsmarter.online is my uh, website. Perfect, Brody. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year, Letty. All right, Brody, thanks again. And as we mentioned before, contact us, send us your question, and we'll pass it on to Brody to have him answer it on air. And this takes me to the end. We're at the end of this podcast. Wish you guys a very happy new year and that all your dreams come true and that you stay safe. Until next time, have a great week of running. Thanks for listening. For training tips, previous podcast episodes, and fun merchandise for runners, please check out our website at wgtr.us. That's wgtr.us. And as always, have a wonderful week of running.